fight. Three, two, one. Welcome to Arcade Attack. <laughs> A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Sonic Boom! Hello and welcome to Arcade Attack Sound Test Volume 3, Amiga Power. I'm your host, Keith. And it gives me great pleasure to bring you the latest installment of our sound test series. We've been away, but we're back and I'm back and I've got some more awesome music for you. Now, the Commodore Amiga is not a computer that I have much experience with. Um, Anyone who listens to the podcast regularly will know I'm predominantly a a Sega guy. Um, I went to the Master System Mega Drive Saturn route when we were kids Um, And apart from uh, ZX Spectrum when I was really young, I've kind of stayed away from computers ever since. Um, I've been quite sort of tempted to get into the Amiga in sort of recent years, but I think the load times and the uh, the disc swapping and things would probably do my head in. So that's unlikely to happen, I think. Um, Obviously, Dylan and Adrian are the Arcade Attack uh, Amiga aficionados. Um, so they're, they're the experts. I'm, I'm merely a novice. Um, but one thing I have always appreciated about the Amiga is the sound. Um, it's got very, very unique sound. Um, you hear a piece of music from uh, from a game, and you can almost immediately tell that it was programmed um, for the Commodore Amiga. Um, and so I've had a lot of fun recently delving into. Um, well, just random, random games, random games on the Amiga. Um, and there's some really, really cool stuff out there. So I had the idea that despite the fact I know very little about a lot of these games, um, that I would bring some of that awesome Amiga music to you guys. And I, I thought that you would appreciate it, especially if, like me, you didn't really play an Amiga back in the day. So... I'm not going to be able to offer much of an opinion on some of these games. Some of them are games I have played elsewhere. Um, So this podcast is going to be less me talking. And yes, uh, you know, I can I can hear you in the distance. going. Thank God. It's going to be less of me babbling on um, much more music. I've got a lot of tunes for you. I will be coming in with some little bits of info about the games here and there. But what I did do before I recorded this was I gave Adrian the list of games and asked him for some of his comments on the games he'd played. Um, So I will be giving you a little bit of Adrian's insight as we go along. Um, So the first game is a game called Alien Breed. It's quite a well-known Amiga game. This was released in 1991 uh, by Team 17. Um, and that means that this main theme from Alien Breed was composed by Alistair Brimble. Um, and this won't be the last time you hear his name. Um, Alien Breed, if you don't know it, it's a top-down shooter. Uh, it was very, very heavily uh, influenced in bunny ears by the Alien films. Um, it's quite reminiscent of the old Sega arcade game Alien Syndrome. 
but with a much sort of darker aesthetic and atmosphere. Um, but it, it's, it's one I would like to play, actually. It looks like a very cool game. This is a very cool piece of music. This is the main theme from Alien Breed.
Okay, now I asked Adrian for his thoughts on Alien Breed. And Aid says, I think that's what we'll do now. We'll introduce these as Aid says. Aid says, I spent hours playing this game with my two brothers. I appreciate this is a complete Aliens ripoff, but I feel this could be Team 17 at its best. The top-down view and amazing sound effects really make this a game to remember, and one of the few games that made me jump when an alien would appear from nowhere. The opening track is also perfect. Agreed. The clicking alien sounds just add another layer to this outstanding soundtrack. So Alien Breed gets the, uh, the Adrian seal of approval. Next up, now this is a game that I did play. Uh, it's a game that I played on the Mega Drive, and um, it's one I really, really enjoyed. Um, I still go back to it fairly often now. I never really get very far in it, um, but I understand that the Amiga version is the definitive version, um, and that's the Chaos Engine, a 1993 Bitmap Brothers release. Uh, this uh, tune is from uh, World One uh, Background Music One, and it was composed by Richard Joseph. Um, again, if you're not familiar, um, I'd be surprised if you're not. It's quite a well-known game. It's another top-down shooter and uh, has a really cool steampunk setting and story. Um, memorable characters as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a game I really liked. And uh, I always found the music to be quite memorable. Aid says, Again, another co-op game I enjoyed immensely with my brothers. The game had so many secrets to explore and the steampunk feel was spot on. Plus, we've interviewed the thug on a previous text interview. What more could you want? So if you go to arcadeattack.co.uk, you can check out Adrian's interview. There you go. Um, so this is uh, World 1, BGM1 from the Chaos Engine.
we're following that one up with another Bitmap Brothers game. Um, another one of the more famous Amiga games, I would say. Um, and another one that I played quite a bit of because I owned it on the Mega Drive. And that is Speedball 2. Um, 1990 this one was released um, and it's, it's a fantastic game again it's a bit, it's a bit of a classic um, if you're a retro gamer you probably played it at some point um, you would almost certainly have heard of it um, it's a violent future sports game and I suppose it's it's like a mix of handball and ice hockey I suppose um, heavily influenced by the 1975 James Kahn classic rollerball which I remember seeing when I was a kid Um and uh, interestingly, the the soundtrack to Speedball 2, or the main theme from Speedball 2, was by Nation 12. And Nation 12, this is like a really interesting pop factoid, or at least I found it interesting. Um, Nation 12 was a project led by John Fox, with two X's, who was the original singer of Ultravox before Midjour. There you go. Now uh, that you know, that's that is the kind of interesting fact that only Arcade Attack can bring you. <laughs> anyway, um, what does Aid say about Speedball Two? Aid says, "My second favorite sports game on the Amiga, just after Sensi. Loved playing this at my friend Usman's house. The power-ups and futuristic setting could have been used as the main selling point, but at its core is a beautifully balanced sports game. Stunning gameplay and an unforgettable soundtrack." Thank you. 
Next up is one that I I couldn't do this podcast and not put it in there for Adrian. Um, it's The Secret of Monkey Island. It's I think it's probably safe to say one of Adrian's favourite games of all time. Um, we have done a whole podcast on it, although it was one of the early ones. Um, so it was it was a shorter podcast, but um, it was a fun one as well. So definitely worth seeking that one out. Um, this particular piece of music is from the Scum Bar um, and was composed by Michael Land and Patrick Mundy of Lucasfilm Games. Um, obviously, a seminal point-and-click adventure game um, that basically helped to shape the genre for years to come. Um, and I'll, I'll let Adrian wax lyrical about this one. And Aid says, This game showed me how amazing a video game could be. I couldn't comprehend how a game could literally bring a story to life in which I had full control. The fact that characters, storyline and jokes were also out of this world has made this game my second favourite of all time. The soundtrack also deserves huge praise for capturing the piratey theme to a T. So here's the theme from the scum bar from The Secret of Monkey Island. So from that piratey theme, um, we're now going to go for something way more futuristic. Uh, and that is Turrican 2, The Final Fight from 1991 by Factor 5. Um, again, another one of the more well-known Amiga titles. Um, Turrican, obviously a series that appeared on multiple uh, computers and consoles. But this is a fantastic side-scrolling shooter slash platformer. Um, 
I have played this one, but only briefly. My experience with Turrican really came from Mega Turrican, which was um, a later game on the Mega Drive, which also had an amazing soundtrack. Um, now, this is a long piece of music, but it's one of my absolute favourites on this podcast. Um, Chris Hulsbeck's name has become intertwined with the Turrican series, and it's not hard to see why. This track builds and builds, and it really showcases what could be done musically on the Amiga. Um, Chris is a, a video game music legend, I think it's fair to say, uh, and a lovely bloke. Adrian interviewed him for the podcast uh, a while ago, so you should definitely seek that episode out if you haven't heard it already. Aid says, this game was never my favourite. I personally felt it was slightly more style over substance, but one thing I cannot deny is the awesomeness of the amazing soundtrack by Chris Yulsbeck. So... Although we disagree on the game itself, um, me and Adrian definitely agree on the soundtrack. So check this out. This is the final fight from Turrican 2.
fantastic piece of music. I'm sure you'd agree. Um, I know that was a long track, uh, but it just it didn't feel right to cut it short. So I hope you enjoyed it anyway. Next up, uh, a game that I was aware of, and I think I remember seeing when I was younger, but I don't remember playing it. And that is Swith uh, from 1991 by Random Access. Uh, Swith was a vertically scrolling shooter where you control either a tank or a helicopter. Um, and it was a spiritual successor to the Tecmo game Silkworm. Um, SWIV apparently stands for Special Weapons Interdiction Vehicle. So I had to look up the word interdiction. Uh, I didn't know it. And it's a military term which refers to the action of impeding an enemy force, especially by bombing lines of communication or supply. So there you go. I am dropping knowledge bombs on you, Arcade Attack listeners. Um, it was all the name of the game was also an unofficial abbreviation of Silkworm Four with Roman numerals. Um, I didn't play this, so I'll leave it up to Aid. Aid says this game was almost as good as Silkworm in my humble opinion. So many hours lost playing this amazing top-down shoot 'em up. The use of both helicopter and jeep was amazing, and a great homage to Silkworm. The soundtrack captured the intense gameplay perfectly. Let's see if you agree. This tune is called Decimation, and uh, the soundtrack was composed by Andrew Barnabas. Enjoy.
another cracking tune there. Um, I love the the slow, moody intro, and then it builds into this really kind of melodic, jumping sort of archetypal late 80s, early 90s dance track. Good stuff. Um, Next up is not a game, but I believe it's still quite a well-known piece of music uh, amongst Amiga fans. And it's called State of the Art, and it's from a 1992 Amiga demo by Spaceballs. Um, Now, Spaceballs were a Norwegian group who were part of the Amiga demo scene in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, If you're wondering, yes, they were named after the Mel Brooks movie. Uh, The founder went by the name Dark Helmet, and one of them was also called Lone Star. Um, I absolutely loved that film when I was a kid, so that was quite a cool little um, Easter egg there. Um, Apparently, the group released many demos over the years, including State of the Art and Nine Fingers. Um, They're actually still active to this day almost 30 years later um, and they are Norway's oldest existing demo group so um, check out Spaceballs if you can Um, this is state of the art Uh, and again I think it's just uh, a really good example of, of what could be done on the Amiga in terms of music.
fantastic stuff. And like I said, just another example of what you could do on the Amiga. Um, obviously, this kind of um, sample music was just coming to the fore. Um, and there's def- I don't know if it's just me, but there's definitely some samples in there that sound very reminiscent of some of the samples um, on the early Prodigy records. Um, very, very cool stuff. And now next up is uh, a game I'd never heard of, um, but it is one Adrian knew. Um, it's called Apidia. That's A-P-I-D-Y-A by Kaiko. And this was released in 1992. Uh, And it's a side-scrolling shooter. And this is another one with more awesome music from Mr. Chris Hulsbeck. Uh, It's um, a strange one where you play as a bee. Apparently the story revolves around Ikuro, whose wife Yuri has been poisoned by Hexei, an evil lord of black magic. Ikuro uses magic to transform into a deadly bee and vows to find an antidote for Yuri and wreak revenge on Hexei. Aid says, Controlling a bee has never been so much fun. This game stood out to me as it wasn't a typical spacey shooter. The fact you traverse through meadows and ponds was something quite original. The amazing gameplay was also matched by the beautiful soundtrack. And yes, this is Adrian, so he's written it as B-E-E, beautiful. (sighs) <sighs> the game has really earned its stripes. Oh, God. Enjoy. This is Techno Party from 1992's Apidia by Chris Hulsbeck.
Well, I guess there was literally nothing else they could have called that track other than Techno Party. <laughs> After the last couple of tunes, I feel like I need to get my global hypercolor t-shirt on, grab a whistle and some glow sticks. I'm in the mood for an Amiga rave. Um, anyway, I'm having flashbacks. Uh, next up is a game with, I think, one of the best titles for a racing game ever. Um, and one that really sort of sounds up my street is called No Second Prize. And it's from 1992 by Thalion Software. It might be Talion, I'm not sure. Um, but it's a, a polygonal motorcycle racing game. And uh, according to, I had to look this one up because Adrian and Dylan weren't familiar with it. Um, and obviously I'd never played it or heard of it till now. Um, according to gamesnostalgia.com, uh, the game is designed by Eric Simon and it features 3D graphics based on field polygons um, and it ran smoothly even on a standard Amiga 500. Um, apparently one of the best features of the game was the mouse-based control which allowed very precise movements of the bike um, and it was really highly regarded. Apparently Amiga Action, Amiga Computing and several other magazines all gave it a rating higher than 90%. Um, and is known as one of the best, if not the best, racing games ever on the Amiga and Atari ST. Um, like I say, as a, as a as a big fan of bikes, um, I'd love to give it a try. Is it one you guys have played? If so, please get in touch, because um, I'd love to know if it's as good as uh, those old reviews say. Um, this is the title screen music from No Second Prize, um, and it was composed by Matthias Steinvax.
Not your typical um, racing game music, that, I don't think. Uh, but some really nice uh, sort of funk guitar samples in there. Um, it's a pretty cool track. Something a little bit different from the, uh, the techno, 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 which we had before. Um, now next up is um, another very famous Amiga game. Another one that I played on the Mega Drive. Uh, and that is Shadow of the Beast uh, from 1989. Um, and uh, obviously uh, famously a Psygnosis game. And uh, yeah, surely one of the more famous titles on the Amiga, which was ported to many systems. Um, it was well known for the graphics. Um, it looked fantastic. Uh, the amount of colours on screen and the parallax scrolling. Um, and it also had. It's, it was also very well known for the score, uh, composed by David Whittaker. Um, it used some fantastic, sort of really high quality instrument samples that just elevated it above sort of your standard game fare. Um, I always found the gameplay to be a bit lacklustre. I think like everybody did, really. Um, this really was uh, an example of style over substance. Uh, it was a beautiful looking game for the time um, and a fantastic sounding game. But the, uh, the the gameplay itself wasn't quite on a par with the uh, the aesthetics, if you like. Um, I managed to pick this up, a nice copy of this, on a lovely purple vinyl last year. So I was very pleased to get hold of that. It's my first uh, Amiga vinyl soundtrack. Um, And here's what Adrian has to say about it. Again, this game is rightly regarded for its amazing graphics and stunning parallax moving backgrounds. But sadly, the gameplay did let it down. However, the soundtrack is some of the best showcased on the Amiga. So me and Adrian are in agreement on this one. Um, I hope you enjoy this. I picked out the tune called Welcome. um, And this is from Shadow of the Beast from 1989 by David Whittaker. Thank you. 
Say what you want about Shadow of the Beast, but it does have a lovely, moody, atmospheric soundtrack. Next up, it's uh, another iconic Amiga game, probably. Um, It's Gods by Bitmap Brothers uh, from 1991. Um, This was another uh, Nation 12 Bitmap Brothers collaboration in terms of the music. Uh, Voice samples abound here. Um, Gods was a really tough but tight platform adventure game. Um, It's another one that I didn't play until it reached the Mega Drive. But I did enjoy it. It was a bit too hard for me, I think. But it was uh, was a real looker. And um, it sounded great as well. Aid says, True Bitmap Brothers classic that literally had the iconic look and feel of the company nailed on. Hard as nails, but with graphics I could drool over all day. was into the wonderful from gods great theme next up is the amiga's answer question mark to the street fighter 2 inspired one-on-one fighting craze of the early 90s um it's body blows from team 17 um it's become a bit of a, a whipping boy for arcade attack body blows but it does have its fans um adrian loves it and it did have a fantastic soundtrack provided by 
that man Alistair Brimble. Aid says, Sadly now a bit of a joke amongst the AA crew, but Body Blows does deserve huge credit for bringing a more than decent fighter to the Amiga. With one button. I remember playing the demo of this game for weeks at a time. I'm a huge fan of Team 17 and I always respected how they aim to bring as many different genres to the Amiga as possible at a really high standard. And they usually succeeded. Danny will always be my go-to character. Here's the main theme from Body Blows.
got the second part of an Alistair Brimble double header for you now. This is from a game from 1992. Um, it was developed by Psionic Systems and published by Team 17. And it's called Assassin. Now, it's not one I've played. Um, Adrian didn't make any comment on it. So it might be one that he's not actually tried himself. But it's um, it's like a run and gun platformer. Uh, it has a look of Strider about it. Um, and it also has this very cool theme tune.
how good is that? I mean, seriously, some of the main themes for these Amiga games are absolutely incredible. You know, they're, they're, they're actual songs, you know. A lot of time you'll get a short sort of intro theme that loops and loops. But these, they go on for a few minutes, but they stay interesting. And I think that's what's so cool about some of it. And speaking of interesting, now this next one, um, a very famous game, uh, is Final Fight. Now, this is the title theme from the Amiga version, which was released in 1991. Um, obviously a Capcom game, but the Amiga version was published by US Gold. And um, while researching the music for this podcast, I stumbled upon this track. And it is completely different from the original and from the SNES version. Um, and in my humble opinion, it is way better than both. Uh, seriously, sort of listen to them back to back on YouTube and, and see if you agree. Um, we all know the game Final Fight, of course. Uh, it's a seminal side-scrolling beat-em-up. Um, and it's a game everyone should have played at some point in their lives. Although it is, of course, not as good as Streets of Rage. Aid says, not a patch on the arcade version. However, Final Fight on the Amiga was still an impressive port nonetheless. The game really scratched an itch for a decent side-scroller until I got my grubby little mitts on my Mega Drive and Streets of Rage. So this is the main theme from Final Fight. And it's by Jolion the Judge Myers. Thank you. 
All right, I hope you enjoyed that interesting look at a tune that is completely different from the console and arcade version. Next up is Space Crusade. Now, Space Crusade, if you're not aware, was um, a late 80s board game from Games Workshop. And it was set in the the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Um, It came out around the same time as Hero Quest, I believe, which um, is probably a little bit more well known. And we actually owned the Hero Quest and Space Crusade board games. Uh, I remember at the time my dad was really getting into the Games Workshop stuff. Um, He got quite heavily into painting the miniatures as well. Um, Dylan will be able to verify this. He's seen them. Um, My dad was really, really good at it. He tried to teach me, but unfortunately I didn't share his uh, artistic talents. So I was never very good at it. Um, But yeah, we played a lot of those board games back then. And uh, around that time, both Space Crusade and Hero Quest were uh, released on the Amiga. Um, I've not played them, but from the looks of it, they sort of kept the the main sort of rules and and workings of the physical board games and just put them into a computer game. Uh, You take control of a group of space marines. um, It's a turn-based game uh, where you're up against a group of aliens on uh, an abandoned spaceship. Um, but yeah, the, the board games were, were great fun. I remember playing those a lot when I was a kid. Um, and uh, I would have liked to have given these games a try. Now, the Amiga game was released in 1992 by Gremlin Interactive. Um, and this theme was composed by a friend of the show, Barry Leach. Um, if the name sounds familiar, Adrian interviewed Barry a while back. And he's probably uh, most well known for his music for the Lotus Turbo Challenge games which I would, of course, have included here. Um, but Dylan has previously played those on other podcasts. So um, we thought we'd give Barry some representation here. I hope you enjoy this. So this is the main theme from Space Crusade. Thank you. 
nice hard rocking main theme there from Space Crusade. Next up is a game called Paradroid 90, which was published in 1990 by the excitingly named Houston Consultants Limited. Um, Paradroid was uh, an old C64 game, I believe. It was just it was a top-down shooter where you control a droid, um, and you had to clear the map of all the other droids, I think, and you could either kill them or try and uh, take control of them which was more dangerous but if you managed it you could then use their their skills and powers so it sounds quite interesting that sort of gameplay hook but it's it's not one that i was aware of previously um, and not one i've played um the music here was by jason page and um interestingly this track is called loading combo and apparently it's a mix of both of the loading themes from the game which uh, is quite a, a strange concept um, but it makes for quite a cool little track. Um, so check this one out. This is Paradroid 90.
Now, I really like that one. Um, and is it just me or is there some old C64 samples going on in there? Um, you can definitely hear in the old SID chip in there somewhere. Next up is a game that we mentioned earlier when we were talking about Swiv, and that is Silkworm from 1989. And the original arcade game was developed by Tecmo, um, and it was later published on the Amiga by The Sales Curve. This uh, main theme was by Barry Leach, um, and Aid says, One of my favourite co-op games on the Amiga. The game was fast, furious, tough as nails, and bullets were firing at you from every direction. But it had a certain charm I can't quite put my finger on. The use of a helicopter and jeep was a masterstroke. The game felt different depending on which vehicle you were using, and the soundtrack ain't bad. cracking piece of work there by Mr Leach. Now we're nearing the end of our deep dive into Amiga music and um, we've had a lot of upbeat stuff, we've had a lot of iconic um, sample filled themes, I'm thinking Speedball 2, Gods, um, we've had a lot of sort of techno style things but now it's time to bring it down a little bit, we're going to get a little bit more atmospheric um, I'm going to introduce two tunes now. Uh, the first is from Universe, which was released in 1994 by Core Design. This is the intro music by Martin Everson. Um, I don't know much about Universe. Uh, all I know is it's a graphic adventure. Um, 
and it tells the story of Boris, a young man who has been summoned from modern Earth to another universe. So I'll leave it up to you guys to uh, to look into the game itself. But this is the main intro theme. And we're going to have the intro theme from Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Now, um, if you don't know Elvira, you might know her as the inspiration for Booberella in The Simpsons. Um, but she became famous in the early 80s for introducing sort of horror movie marathons on American TV. I think she originally started out on the... Uh, sort of Californian local cable TV. Um, and she became quite famous in the 80s and she had her own Hollywood movie. Um, but yeah, she's mainly known for her cleavage and uh, big black wig, I think. Um, but she got her own movie and she got her own Amiga game. And uh, it's a, it's sort of a point and clicky puzzle adventure action game. I think it's a bit of a, a mix of genres. Um, another one I would quite like to try at some point. But following the universe intro music, you've got the intro theme from Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And this was by Dave Hassler. Um, and the game itself was published by Accolade.
beautifully moody and atmospheric stuff there. Now, we're coming to the end of Soundtest Volume 3. I've got one more track to play, but before I do, I uh, just want to say thank you for joining me for this uh, this look at Amiga Music. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope for some of you it's been as sort of eye-opening as it was for me, just delving into the Amiga catalogue um, and discovering some of this awesome music. Um, obviously, I was familiar with some of the tracks from the Mega Drive conversions, but a lot of it was new to me. Um, and uh, it just I was really taken aback at how much really cool stuff there was as always if you've got any suggestions requests ideas for future sound test episodes please get in touch in all the usual places and let us know um, I will be back with another one of these soon if the demand is there um, so thank you again before we go the last track it's from Pinball Fantasies from 1992. This is the intro slash main theme by Olaf Gustafsson. And I will leave Adrian with the final words. Aid says, Probably just Pip's Pinball Dreams to be my favourite pinball game on any platform. The game mechanics were spot on and the tables were all very classy. Highly recommended from me.
thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots more retro gaming goodness and to delve into our archives. Our podcasts are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review and a rating, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to support Arcade Attack, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash arcadeattack, which will give you access to exclusive podcasts, interviews and other bonus content. So, until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.